There's nothing wrong with thinking about something and pondering it, but when you get confused, you've gone too far. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Joyce Meyer on the program. And this is a long time. It's been a long time, actually, since we've had Joyce Meyer on here. And she's talking to us about living the simple life. And it's a really great message, just about simplifying things and not worrying. Here's Joyce. But the Lord replied to her by saying, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. There is need of only one or but a few things Mary has chosen the good portion, that which is to her advantage, which shall not be taken away from her. Now, let me ask you a question. If you're having company, is it better for you to try to impress them or to enjoy them? (laughs) Well, I tell you what, I can make a nightmare out of having company over. And I tell this story often, but I so remember this. Be at church on Sunday say to a few people in the adult Sunday school, hey, why don't you guys come over next Sunday after church and just, uh, you know, we'll throw some hot dogs on the grill and maybe do some baked beans, potato chips, something simple. We'll sit around, chat, do whatever, you know. Well, so at that point, I had Dave and I and three couples. And then during the week, I'd think about all the people I didn't invite that probably were going to get offended that they weren't asked. And then I would start inviting people that I didn't want to be there and didn't even like. Come on, have you ever invited anybody to something you were doing that you didn't like and didn't want there just because you didn't want them to get offended? And then I decided that hot dogs weren't impressive, so I went and bought steaks I couldn't afford. (laughs) Then I spent the whole week cleaning the house, had to plant the flowers outside in case anybody went outside, (laughs) paint the barbecue pit, get out the lawn furniture. To be honest, by the time the people got there, I was mad at Dave, first of all, because he wasn't helping me. (laughs) He wasn't even the one that invited him over. But I was mad because he wasn't helping me. And I'd spent all this money, so now I resented the people. I didn't even want them there. (laughs) And I remember just, and I mean, that's just one example. I'm telling you what, I could complicate. Oh man, I complicated Christmas. Lord have mercy, I could complicate Christmas. I have so simplified that. It's like, I'm getting gift certificates. Where do you want it from? (laughs) Amen? And every year I felt like I needed to outdo last year. And then if Dave and I had an argument, oh man. If we had an argument, especially if it was in the evening, you know, Dave would just, I mean, when it was over, it was over for him, but you know, We aren't always like that, are we, ladies? So Dave would go to bed and go to sleep, and I would stay up and try to figure out, how did that happen? We ended up talking about something that had nothing to do with what we were even trying to talk about. And what can I do? How, How can I change things? How can I change to make sure this never happens again? And one night I'm praying, oh God, what can I do? God, what can I do? What can I do? And so clearly the Lord said to me, why don't you try going to bed? (laughs) You know, the biggest majority of the time when something happens like that, the best thing to do is just let it go and don't try to figure it out. Did you hear me? 
I said, just let it go and don't try to figure it out. My goodness. We can simplify life if we will begin to not just turn things into nightmares that we don't need to turn into nightmares. How many of you ladies have ever had an argument with your husband and when you got in bed that night, there's no way you're touching him? You sleep so far over, you're just like almost to fall out of the bed. Been cold all night because you wouldn't ask for any of the cover. I am not asking you for any. Now, who was smart and who was dumb? Dave was warm, covered up, got a good night's sleep. And I thought I was getting him back by doing what I was doing. Simplify your life when somebody hurts your feelings or offends you or makes you mad. Forgive them and let it go. Do yourself a favor and forgive. But it's not fair and it's not right. <laughs> well, guess what? God is the God of justice. And if somebody really is mistreating you, and you go to God with it, and you're willing to forgive and let God handle it, nobody who's really mistreating you will get by with it for very long if you put your trust in God. Because God is our vindicator with a capital V. Now, to complicate means to make or become complex, to be intricate or bewildering. Complicated things are hard to understand. They bewilder us. They confuse us. But simple, I love this. The word simple means being composed of one thing. Not complex, easy, without addition or modification. Not deceitful, but sincere and having no overtones. Now, here's a great example. Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything else gets taken care of. <laughs> Come on, I mean, that's really what he's saying. You focus on seeking the kingdom and everything else that you need in life, every other problem that you have, God will take care of it and work it out. But what do we do? We ignore seeking the kingdom. We have no time for God because we're trying to keep up with our overloaded, ridiculous schedule that we complain about all the time that's wearing us out and making us hard to get along with. Am I going too fast? Well, I'm trying to work in time for God. I'm trying to work in time for God. Don't try to work God into your schedule. Work your schedule around God. Now, you took part of your Saturday. Many of you, your only time off is Saturday and Sunday, and then you're probably going to spend part of Sunday in church. So this time that you're spending here today is very precious to you, very important to you, but I can tell you what, it's not time lost, it's time invested, and God will make other things simple for you. I want you to think about it. Seek ye first, and all of these other things will be added unto you. And Psalm 27, four is another scripture that's real similar and goes on actually through verse eight, if you wanna get the whole picture, King David said, one thing have I desired, and that will I seek after, that I might dwell in your presence and behold your beauty all the days 
of my life. Then shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. And in your tent, I will offer sacrifices and shouts of joy. How can you be assured that your enemy will not be able to be successful in his attack against you? Do the one thing you need to do that's the most important thing first, seek the kingdom. You're being very wise taking this time today. You're very wise when you get up in the morning and you spend half an hour, an hour, or 15 minutes, or whatever your plan is with God before you go out and try to do any other thing. Come unto me, Jesus said, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will ease, relieve, and refresh your souls. Don't you love that? God can make hard things easy. We can do hard things with ease if we put that first important thing in our life first. How many of you have noticed that the devil fights you on your time with God more than he fights any other thing? And this is the way it is everywhere that I go. And I want to tell you something. It is the last thing in the world that you want to not have time for. There's so many other things that we spend time on that are useless and ridiculous, but we need that time with God. Now, another thing that really complicates your life is when you try to figure out everything, reason out everything. I was, I was a real, I was like addicted to reasoning. I think you can get addicted to things like that too. It's like I could not settle down until I felt like that I had a sufficient reason for what was going on. Any of the rest of you just like to get mental and really just figure out, figure out, figure out. God, I have to understand this. God, I have to understand this. Why am I like this? Why are they like that? Why didn't you do this? Why did you do this? <laughs> when and why? When and why? Why, God, why? And when, God, when? Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, great scriptures. You can simplify your life by beginning to refuse to try to figure things out. Now, that doesn't mean we go around and we're just dumb all the time. We can ask God to give us understanding, to give us insight and revelation, and then we go on about our business until God shows us what we need to see. There's nothing wrong with thinking about something and pondering something, but once you start feeling confused, that's when you know you've gone too far. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Somebody say amen. amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. I love what the apostle Paul said. As for myself, brethren, when I came to you, I did not come proclaiming to you the testimony and the evidence or the mysteries and the secrets of God concerning what he has done through Christ for the salvation of men in lofty words of eloquence or human philosophy and wisdom. Paul said, look, I was just plain and simple with you guys and just put it out there the way it is. I may not have been eloquent or said everything exactly right, but I just brought it to you plain. Do you know in school you take English and part of that is learning verbs and nouns and pronouns and adjectives and all that stuff. And I got D's in English. Now, I ended up, you know, being a very good student, but I had two or three subjects that I just couldn't get hold of. Shorthand was one of them. I never could master that. And English, I just didn't do all that well. And I think the only reason why the teacher passed me was 
because she liked me. And so here I am. You'd think I should be an English major. I've written over 100 books. And I'm preaching the gospel around the world in all these different languages. And I'm standing here telling you that I almost failed English. I didn't care if it was a noun or a pronoun or a verb or an adjective. I just wanted to talk. <laughs> and as you know, I'm pretty plain and straightforward and simple. And I always tell people, you may not like everything I say, but you won't be confused when you leave. <laughs> How many of you usually know after you've watched me or heard some teaching from me, you're pretty clear on what was going on? And so... Paul said, you know, let me tell you, I think that sometimes we spend so much time trying to impress people that we can't even have a clear conversation with them. And then look at what Paul said in, in chapter two. For I have resolved to know nothing, to be acquainted with nothing, to make a display of the knowledge of nothing, and to be conscious of nothing among you except Jesus Christ the Messiah and him crucified. So what was he saying? I'm keeping the one thing in front of me, and I don't have to really dig around too much in anything else because he is the most important thing. Amen. I like my message. That was Joyce Meyer, and you can find that at her podcast, Joyce Meyer Ministries radio podcast, and it's called Simplify Your Life Part 2. You can also find more information about her at her website, joycemeyer.org. And I encourage you to check out her podcast. It comes on every day, and it's like a 15-minute clip from her messages. And of course, I, I love her encouraging messages. They always inspire me to believe more and just to do more for Jesus. So I hope you have a great day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.